I'm Vince. And I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff. This is Travis! Welcome to Undesign. Well, hey, Travis. How you doing today, buddy? Hi, Vince. I'm tired. Yeah, I caught you. I caught you at, uh, in a sleepy time. We're we're recording this right before your bedtime, so so this is going to be interesting. Yeah, tired and Medicaid, so yeah, <laughs> maybe I won't talk so much. Well, we'll see. Wait we'll a minute. S- wait a minute. That's that might be a problem since we're doing a podcast. Well, I, this is a medium where you're supposed to talk to people. Yes, that's that is kind of the idea, I think, in general. And and today, Trav, we're going to talk about humor, using humor in your games, which I think is an interesting mm-hmm. thing. And let me also say this, although I'm not as, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not as super jazzed about this one as some of the recent ones we've done, okay, where I was like really, really jazzed. Like when we talked about playing religious characters and that was, you know, I was all about that. But here, here's my thing with using humor. So you're not super jazzed though? You're just... I'm jazzed. jazzed. Correct. I'm 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 more All like right. free jazzed. That's fine. I'm too tired to care about anything anyway, so <laughs> I'm not really jazzed. All right, you're, so, you're so what's great? What's what's cool about humor in using humor in your games? All right. So What do you got? Here's here's what I think about it. I think all good games have some level of humor in them. Okay. That's a bold statement. Yep. I I'm gonna stand behind it. Uh let me well let me be no, I'm I'm gonna stand behind that. Some level being the key word. Okay. But but are you like what do you mean by some level? Like it, are, some kind of humorous element has to be present within the gameplay itself, or just you're in a room with your friends so you're laughing about other stuff. No, I mean in the game, okay. Um All right. But I think that the amount of humor needs to vary appropriate to sort of the, the genre and, and, and uh, particular game you're playing at that moment. And I think the amount should, should vary accordingly. Let me see if I can give you two examples and make this more concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, take a, let's take a D&D type of game in a Ravenloft-esque setting. Okay. Oh boy, yeah, that's... It's pretty uh, dark and brooding. Yes, it's dark and brooding and gothic, right? Now, that needs to have some amount of humor to it. It just does, okay? Because that coffee is so dark, right? If so you don't you... think it's a, it's a sustainable right. sort, of, sort of drama? Correct. If you literally only have that, like, everything is so dark in it, then it will become humdrum. But I think a small, small being the key, amount of levity. Did Batman just make an appearance? I, what just happened there? That's crazy. Yes, exactly. Um, it's so dark. Uh, but, sure, I, I guess, I guess uh, you know, that's that, that specific thing you just did is it would be kind of funny to have, you know, some kind of NPC do in a Ravenloft setting. Yeah, exactly. To be, to be super dark. Right, to be sort of a parody of himself. Yeah. You could you could have like a little Vistani jester who's actually funny and not like, you know, who actually does some funny stuff. Uh, I, I understand. We're going to get to that in a second. That's rough. Um, we're we're going to get to actually having humor in a minute. Don't worry. Uh, but my point is there could be a couple funny things that happen, right? You could have like sure. a, 
you could have a series of like horror investigations that turn out to be just some local, like a Scooby-Doo-esque, you know, episode Mm -hmm. in the middle of the gothic horror. Like somebody has figured out that there's some horror things going on and so has decided to sort of, you know, get in on that action by faking it to try to, you know, take part. Mm -hmm. Um, My point being is that there's, there's options. Okay. And I think that when you explore those things and utilize them, the game itself gets stronger because you break up those long periods of brooding darkness. And they seem all the darker with just a tiny bit of light. Like when you're surrounded by nothing but darkness, there's no darkness, right? It's just, it just is, it is what it is, right? You can see nothing. If you can't even see your hand in front of your face, Mm -hmm. but if you strike a match, right? Just a single match in that darkness, you will become aware of how dark it is, right? Of how vast the blackness is against the, the tininess of your light. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, and I agree on, on the, I, I like the basic premise when, when it's applied to something like a horror game. Um, I mean, mostly, mostly because if I mean, even if you just look at uh, a lot of the more recent, and by recent I mean like you know, last twenty years or whatever, um, horror movies, they're they're a lot of them are trying to be horror comedies, really. You know, yeah, uh, sure, sh- like Shaun of the Dead and uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, uh, you know, stuff like that. Yep. Um, where Cabin in know, the Woods. Yeah, cabin in the woods. Um, some, some, some only strike a match in the darkness, and others, you know, light the light the fire. Yes. Um, yeah, but, I'm with that. But but they but they do those things and they do them well, and 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 it really does. It it kind of it it casts a different reflection um, when you have some some comedy present, and I I mean I I, I agree to that extent. Um, that it's a, a tool that can be used, um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There, there are subjects that are dark and need to be dark and need to stay dark. You know, yeah, or yeah. No, there, are, there are there are topics that are not necessarily not dark, but they are serious, uh-huh. um, and they need to stay serious to to keep keep the meter of the story going. Um, like I, it would, it's it's difficult. It would be difficult to to throw humor into some some more bleak war stories and things like that. You know, it's just difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible because there there was humor even in things like Saving Private Ryan, which is a very serious movie, right? I was just gonna go to Saving um, Private Ryan because there are a couple small jokes in that movie, right? Like, and and you yeah, see and the those guys jokes pop off, right? Yeah. yeah you see the guys in the middle of it in the sort of silence in between the terror sitting around and kind of joking, right? Where the humor becomes a coping mechanism. And I think it can do that same thing for PCs in a game that's beating them down, right? As long as it's at the right moments. If it was like in the middle of the fight or the horror, or, you know, there's a scene where like a child is brutally murdered or something like that's Mm -hmm. not no humor here. That's wrong. Bad. You know, stop that. That's not where that goes. Yeah. Well, well, knowing when to use humor is a, a kind of a, a side topic of that, really. Yeah. Um. And and you know that goes for any kind of storytelling. It's not just gaming. Um. And telling a story in a game or RPG. Um. But uh, I I think I think f- like forced humor would be the worst like thing that could happen to a game really. Um, and trying to force humor into it that I guess that that's that's what 
pushes me away from what you say you said at the beginning um, is is because I I have I can't stand it when GMs force it into their games. Like try they they try to be funny and they're not funny. I mean I don't know. It's like it's like watching a bad stand up comedian, you know. Um, absolutely. Well, the the, the trick is, and, and this is something that has like been it just said. has to come naturally. I think. Yes. You know. Yeah. I, it, it always has to be a natural flow, and oftentimes, like even even the comedy in the games that I've I've ran comes from the players just by happenstance. You know, they 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 see something as kind of funny, and I roll with it, and it gets funnier, right? So it's all, I don't know, it has to be natural, I think. I think that's an important thing. Well, uh, here's what I'll say. Comedy is harder than drama, right? Like, we all know how to tell drama in these games. You, yes. you create emotional stakes and you threaten those things or, or, or injure those things, right? The players have people they love. They have things that they care about. You threaten or destroy those things. Bing, bang, mm -hmm. drama. Uh, yeah, and these things are generally, you know, super hyper melodrama style, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Whereas comedy is really hard, right? Now, let me let me go the other direction and talk about because I want to pick up on something you just said. Okay. You said I don't tend to create the comedy, it sort of happens organically. Well, I think that's good. I think part of the best way to do humor is to see the opportunities and build on them, as you just mentioned, right? You don't need to force it in like wah na 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 na. You know, like that's not what you're trying to do. Like right. But when you see the opportunity to do something funny, um, I'll, I'll give two examples of this. Okay. Uh, the first of which being. Please from... do. I, I just nodded off. I'm not really sure what we're talking about anymore, but. Yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay. The first of which being from my current D&D &D game I'm playing, where there's an NPC that's in the game who himself is a somewhat comedic character, even though he's a. So he's like a jestery kind of person or what? No, he's completely insane. He's a psychopathic murder machine uh, dwarf, but he's also very funny. Um, it's, you know... Well, that I mean, that's obvious. Yeah, it's... He... Let's see if I can explain this quickly without telling a game story that will bore our listeners. Um, we are playing through the... Uh, one of the... Like, the Rage of Demons adventure path. And you meet a dwarf in there, and he's a lunatic. He's a Looney Tune murder machine, but he uh, is also a very nice guy. And his murder is a result of his uh, malady, not a result of him being willfully evil. And he believed that a member of the party, who was a Swerfneblin, not a Durger, he's a dark dwarf, um, was his sister. And the DM just leaned into it because the player was like, no, I am not a dwarf. And he just leaned into that. And he developed these little mannerisms for the guy. And like every time he would do something that was like egregious or whatever, he would just be like, look, I'm sorry about that. Like he would just he would apologize immediately. And he became a character that we loved because he was funny. And because mm -hmm. we, as long as we like stayed on him and kind of controlled him and corralled him, he wouldn't just go off murdering people. And he was very useful. Um, so That's good. Yeah. It, it seems like that person grabbed the thread that was given, you know, he was yes. just like, Oh, wow, this is working. Let's go. Correct. Yes. Now here's my second example. That's where it, there was a chance the GM saw it, the GM jumped on it, right? There was nothing innately yeah. necessary about that character or his comedy, but he built it. Okay. It's and much he, like following any story arc that, that you know, happens upon the GM. Yeah. You know, the GM happens upon a 
certain certain story thread from a player who you know wants to do something well there it is well yep. this is just humor being yep. done that way yep and and the gm watched the the player's reactions to it and when when we were laughing when we were enjoying the person he you know went with it right um now let me give a second example so shadow runs a stupid world okay it's 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 silly I love Shadowrun, but it's a silly world. It's like Camelot. It's a silly place, right? It's a world of like, whatever. You know, you got these big corporations doing these Shadowruns. And recently, as I mentioned to you, I played a Shadowrun game and I realized that a Shadowrun game without humor is the worst thing in the universe because the world itself is silly. It's like, I'll tell you what it's like. It's like comic book movies without any kind of humor or levity in them. Because the problem is the genre itself is innately kind of silly, right? And so it almost behooves some level of hanging a lampshade or some level of comedy. Mm -hmm. um, and your Shadowrun games that you've run have been some of my favorite. I love the world. But you had a delightful mix of serious. And honestly, I would describe your Shadowrun games as Marvel-esque to continue this, this uh, comparison. Because the games you ran were, uh, were humorous, certainly, and funny. But also had extremely serious moments of loss and, and, and mm -hmm. you know setback and conflict and things like that and a lot of drama beats yeah I, I i like dramedies that's that's where where my my happy place is so yeah and your balance of the two your injection of the humor into this silly world you know where like it's 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 a double cross of a triple cross of a quadruple cross right mm -hmm. and you've got elves and dwarves and trolls running around with machine guns you know just like it it made it all okay because you kind of hung a lampshade on it. The humor made it more immersive, more real, right? Right, because uh, real life is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, generally, you hang out with people that make you laugh, and and when you hang out with people, then you're gonna laugh, you know. So um, things funny, things are funny. Life is funny, you know. Even sad things are funny, you know. Most most people laugh at things that are hurtful, you know. So, I mean, yes, yes I it agree. Also it makes things more my, real. Yeah, it also kept my brain from sort of going, wait a minute, right? And being like, this is stupid. What are we doing? <laughs> this right? world is dumb. Yeah, like, seriously, it keeps you, like, that's a real thing. It That humor injected into that Shadowrun world kept my brain from realizing how dumb what we were doing was, right? Like I know that sounds silly and stupid, but I there's I, I there is really something there, um, because you kept my brain on uneven footing, right? Like it's going to be serious, it's going to be funny, it's going to be a little of both. I didn't just get to sit there and drive and drive and drive into something and mm -hmm. be and really really hone in on that one thing. You kept me moving, right? So anyway, so so you're saying you you should use humor as a distraction. <laughs> Yeah, in your games, yeah, so that uh, players have something else to think about, so they don't get bored. I don't, or or maybe maybe not get bored, maybe so they don't, they're not, <laughs> so they don't see how silly the entire concept is. Yes, absolutely. So the spell isn't broken, or right? even they could, I guess, they could be embracing how silly everything really is. Yeah, 
like there's really something to that. When I think about your game, like the problem is when these things happen in the game that are completely insane, which a game like Shadowrun will generate, right? Just by its very nature. Yes. It will generate things that are insane. To yes, bloody murder happens, and then the guy is mad about his carpet being <laughs> covered in blood. That that's the the bad thing, right? Just in in game world stuff, like villains dying and coming back, and just all sorts of of crazy. Like I said, the double, triple, quadruple cross, right? Yep. Like vis a vis our normal experiences when these things happen, and they're just bonkers, right? Um, my point is, is that. The humor keeps your brain from going, wait a minute, this isn't like the real world. Why is this all so silly? And then picking apart the story and finding every little thing wrong. The humor keeps you immersed. Um, to just continue, when I think about this in terms of things like superhero movies, the ones that inject a little bit of humor make me go, okay, that's like, I get it, right? It, it's... We're, we're not taking this all so seriously where I need to hold this against the lens of normal reality. Comedy becomes a good occasional filter to just tint your perception of what you're experiencing, right? And mm -hmm. it keeps you more immersed. I, I think As opposed to absolutely humorless dribble like you know that batman and superman movie or whatever correct right? so. garbage like that yes exactly um i i think that there's that it's a really important tool that's as you said very hard to use because mm. it's easy to have the force like womp, womp. yeah but if it's not present at all then the game becomes a slog yeah yeah absolutely so I, I think the real key to using humor in your games is to first accept that it needs to be there. Don't try to tell the gritty, dark, humorless story because you're going to lose your players because you're one note. Uh, a song of one note is going to be You boring. shut up. I'm going to go dark every time. <laughs> you can tell. But it'll be funny on the way. But yes. uh, I'm going dark. That's fine. You can have a dark story. I'm not against dark stories, right? I'm, I'm, I'm all for them. I love a good dark story. I'm saying that you, if you really want it to be dark, you got to break it up. And then two, the way that you know when to use it is, one, don't try to inject it in the scenes where you're purposely trying to strike a different emotional chord, right? Like, that is to say, if the emotional chord you're going for is loss or heartache or suffering or darkness or whatever then use that in that moment and use only that. Sure, yeah, appropriate, being appropriate is always helpful. But in the moments in between, which are certainly going to exist, right, that's when you mm -hmm. bring in the humor through interesting NPCs or situations, or you just let a character steer into something. You know, a character wants to do something that's maybe a little wacky. Steer into it, let them do it, let it become something that the group remembers and thinks is funny. Right. I, I think that's the way to go with it. I think that's what keeps it feeling natural. And, and obviously there's some, you know, there's some more art than science to this. Uh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yes. I Look, some people aren't funny. Um, right. It just doesn't work for them. So, I mean, I, I don't I don't feel like it's a, a valid option for every Every GM, you know. Well, here's what I'll say. It, Although they can't allow their players to be funny, 
Yeah, know, exactly. Which, which, can, which can really make up for it. You, you read my mind, buddy. You read my mind. Because if you find yourself, if you're sitting there and you're listening to this and you say, look, but I'm not a funny person. You know, I just, I don't do well with jokes, blah, 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 blah. No problem. Let your players do it for you. There is somebody who's pretty good at humor at your table. Like, I'll guarantee it. Somebody at your table, the rest of the group finds funny or thinks is a, is a comedic person. Yeah, if you're getting together with your friends, it's because somebody makes you laugh. So Right. Exactly. Somebody in that group has a sense of humor. When they do something funny or whatever at the table, and it's not the serious moment, right? In other words, it's not the moment where you need it to be hyper, hyper serious. Don't shut them down. Right. Let them steer into it. Let them go. Let them get, you know, get a little nuts. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You know, just let them go and and let that become a thing. Um, it could be something that just lasts throughout the whole game. You know, I think that one of the first the, the game way, way back. Let me cast your, your mind, Trav, way back to like second edition. The very first game I ran where I, I don't know what happened the, seven minutes ago. I, what are sure. you talking about? Here we go. The very first game I ran that I that I had written out the whole campaign from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And this is you were playing Paul or whatnot, right? You're oh, boy. And hearing a Mickey Mouse voice coming into my head. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. That is bad comedy. Me trying to inject that character and using that silly voice. What Trav is referencing there is I had a very serious, unfortunate character who had the most ridiculous, stupid voice and everybody hated it. But I thought it was funny. And so I kept doing it. But it was never funny because everybody hated it. Don't do that. That's exactly how to do bad comedy. Okay. That was wrong and bad behavior. I, I don't know. It was it was kind of funny sometimes, but then it wasn't. Yeah. It, but I mean every I mean everybody everybody runs a joke into the ground occasionally. Uh, um, yes. I mean I had a shadow that my that shadow game you referenced. I, I had a guy that yelled and yelled at, like that's all he did. He when he talked, he yelled. He yelled every word. And he drove um, in with his hoobajoob and saved us all the time. I yes, loved that guy. And he just kept yelling, even though it wasn't, you know, it was probably a little over the top. Yes, but and the players probably stopped being funny, maybe, you know? Sure, the players didn't hate him. They loved him. The players hated this NPC that I'm using here, right? Yes, yeah. Whereas, here's a good joke in the game. If you remember, in one of the first adventures, our, our good friend Kevin was playing a rogue, and he got hit by an onkeg, and he took, like, six yes, points of damage. Yes, that is one of those people that makes me laugh. Yes, he took like six points of damage. He had six hit points because he was a rogue with like a 10 or 11 con, right? In second edition. So he went unconscious. He got hit in the shoulder by the onkeg, as that's how I described it, right? The onkeg pierced him right through his, his collarbone, through his shoulder, and he fell over. And for the rest of the game, that year-long campaign, it was like, Danny Kay and Bing Crosby and White Christmas, he'd be like, oh, God, his shoulder's acting up, right? Not all the time. He wouldn't mention it constantly. Yeah, he, would be, he would be like, guys, I think it's going to start raining. My shoulder's acting up. Yes. Just every so often, he would drop it in like a wonderful little spice, right? That's how you do it properly. Yeah, it's good stuff. And and I just sort of steered into it. Like, a couple times, I would do it. Like, I'd hit somebody, and I and I'd, I'd like... Not again, not every so often, but or not, I'm sorry, not all the time, but every so often I would just like have a monster directly hit him in that shoulder and I'd be like, oh, you feel that radiating pain and I'd just feel like, you know, I'd, I'd keep him going on it, right? Yeah, a little sprinkles times. makes it good. Yes. Yeah, it's used, used wisely and sparingly. 
Um, or, you know, I guess if you're having a raucous good time, using it often is fine. Sure, you can have an adventure that is pure comedy. So, how do you feel? How do you feel about RPGs that are built around comedy? That that exists, right? I think. Yeah, pure comedy RPGs. Um, Isn't there something like like paranoia or something like? I, I don't know. Well, paranoia is supposed to be both. funny. That, yes. I don't know. A little of both. My answer is I'm not into them. It's it's kind yeah, of too either. much of the other thing, right? It, it goes the opposite direction too far. To me, comedy and RPGs is best a spice, not a main dish, right? It's it's something that when put when used to the right amount in the dish, it flavors it and makes it a, go from you know a, mm-hmm. a five to an eight or nine. But I wouldn't want to eat a whole meal of pepper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, in- interestingly, this also calls back to one of my favorite things ever that we all we talk about. We we re-reference and re-reference all the time. I find random tables hilarious a lot of the time, um, and funny things happen because of random tables. So it's a good way to generate comedy. It really is. You're not wrong. Occasionally, uh, the, a random table can can be an an endless uh, well to draw comedy from. So there's a tip. Yeah, you want some comedy? Maybe roll some random things and see what happens. There you go. I like it. Don't force it though. Don't force it. Don't force it. Let it happen. Is that uh, is that comedy humor in games undesigned? I I hope so cuz I I still don't have anything to say about it so <laughs> undesigned. Undesigned. Thank you very much everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Email is in the description down below. Shoot us a note if you want to talk you want us to talk about uh any topics you have in mind in the future, but otherwise, we'll see you next time. Have a good, good one. Good night everybody. Mm-hmm.